0: What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to the Only Business Podcast, and we are the Only Business Podcast. I'm your host, the star maker, Steven Johnson, and and, uh, welcome back. Thanks for stopping by. We're pretty well into the new year at this point, and I'm hoping y'all are off to a happy and healthy start. And if you're not, that's okay. It's only February. All right? You still got time to get focused, get on track. I'm joined by a very, very special guest today, Miss. Ashley Cooper of Droneversity. Go on, take a minute, introduce yourself. Take as long as you need.
1: Thank you, Steve, for having me on today. I really appreciate it. My name is Ashley Cooper. I am the founder and owner of Droneversity. We are EdTech robotic company. Um, we use drones for educational entertainment and workforce development. Drones are being used in over 27 plus industries, and we are helping people get certified and gain the skills to have lucrative opportunities in a variety of ways where drones can be used for inspection, surveillance, and so much more.
0: Thank you very much. Ashley is going to be here in a A fly-on-the-wall capacity today, but she's definitely going to be back uh, later on this year, and she's actually launching her her own uh, podcast pretty soon. What is it called one more time? Go ahead, talk about that for a second.
1: What Your Mama Didn't Teach You. Um, So I'm excited to be launching this podcast with my sister. If you've ever thought you wish someone had told you that sooner or earlier, we are the podcast for you. Our mom didn't teach us or prepare us for everything we needed to know, even though she prepared us for a lot. So we look forward to sharing our experience and insight, as well as having others to share their experience and insight to lessen the learning curve.
0: Thank you, thank you. On today's program, we're gonna discuss the art of negotiation. Y'all know how I do, we are gonna keep it simple, we are gonna keep it short, and we're gonna keep it very, very practical very impactful Uh, you know our goal here is to educate and inspire but we want you to leave this program with something actionable something that you can take and physically apply to your business right now today all right so i'm speaking specifically to the small business owners today if your business has let's say 50 employees or less today i'm talking to you and you'll also be able to get some value here if you're in high ticket sales We're going to take a very brief commercial, non-commercial break, and when we come back, we'll get into it. Today's program is brought to you by Rooted AF, where every bite is a journey back to nature. Here, we believe in the power of plants, not just to nourish, but to rejuvenate. Our menu is a tapestry of vibrant colors and flavors, each dish crafted to delight your senses and restore your spirit. In a world that moves fast, Rooted invites you to slow down. To savor meals that aren't just made, they're curated. Meals that don't just satisfy, they heal. Yes, at Rooted AF, we're not just serving you food. We're serving moments of connection to the earth, to the community, and to yourself. So join us at the table where compassion meets cuisine and discover meals that heal. Rooted is a flavor rooted in health, rooted in values. Rooted AF where every meal is a step towards a better you. Rooted AF is located at 1313 North Market Street. Feel free to follow them on all socials at Rooted AF. All right, so we're back in. Once again, today we're talking negotiation. How do you become a better negotiator if you you don't have a lot of experience here? What are some things you can do? First thing you can do is understand your leverage and your needs. All right, your leverage and your needs go hand in hand. Small business owners must comprehend their leverage in negotiations, including their unique value proposition, their strengths, and their limitations. Recognizing needs and priorities is equally crucial if you want a favor- If you want a favorable outcome, all right. So, for example, a small organic food producer negotiating with a with a local grocery chain needs to showcase his, his products, high quality local sourcing and customer demand. All right. Understanding the grocery chains need for unique locally sourced products gives the producer leverage. All right. And that leverage will be used to negotiate favorable shelving and pricing terms. The next thing you can do is prepare. You must prepare. All right, before you go into any kind of negotiation, you got to prepare, you got to do your research, thoroughly research the other party's needs, thoroughly resource market trends and thoroughly research standard industry practices. All right. These can have a significant impact on your negotiation outcomes. Uh, Preparation builds confidence and it's going to enhance the ability for you to steer the discussion towards more favorable terms. To give you an example of that, a small software firm that's seeking a partnership with a larger tech company should research the potential partner's product lines, their recent industry uh, challenges, and any public statements about future strategic directions. That's going to allow the small firm to tailor their proposal to align with the partner's needs. Next, this is one that y'all have heard me say countless times, you got to build relationships. You must build relationships. Relationships are worth more than money. Cultivating positive relationships with suppliers, vendors, and potential partners can lead to more flexible terms and better long-term outcomes. Alright, to give you guys an example of this: a small retail clothing store store owner uh, building a rapport with a local manufacturer not only gains insights into product availability and trends, but also receives he'll likely have favorable payment terms or exclusive designs due to the strength of that relationship. All right. I'm sure everybody here has heard the term or heard the phrase, sometimes it's not what you know, it's who you know. Same. Clarity in communication and active listening. You must learn to listen. In the words of the great Paul Ellering, you were given given two ears and one mouth so you could listen twice as much as you talk. Clear communication of needs and active listening to the other party's concerns are essential for identifying common ground in areas of compromise. And that's another thing. You, sometimes you have to compromise. A small marketing agency that's negotiating a contract with a new client must clearly communicate the services offered while listening carefully to the client's needs to tailor a proposal that addresses their specific pain points. You can't do the cookie cutter thing if you're a small business. You got to have flexibility and you got to be creative. All right. So that's our next point. Flexibility and creativity. In negotiation, rigid positions can hinder progress. So you can't be rigid. Small business owners should be open to creative solutions, trade-offs and alternative arrangements to reach mutually beneficial agreements. Uh, a good example of that might be a small, Event services company or event planning company negotiating with a venue for a client's event. All right, they might offer to Fill a gap in the venue schedule with a midweek event at a reduced rate and that's going to benefit both parties Another one has not often discussed you got to understand the legal implications here nobody is saying that you got to be a harvard law graduate, right, but Awareness of legal frameworks in contracts and negotiations is vital. Small business owners should consider seeking legal counsel to ensure that agreements align with regulations and protect their interests. All right. Um, A real world example of this might be a small manufacturing business negotiating a distribution contract with a national retailer. All right. They should consult legal counsel to ensure compliance with consumer protection laws product liability and payment terms, maintaining patience and emotional control. Now this is a big one. Negotiations oftentimes can be emotionally charged. Small business owners should maintain composure, exercise patience and avoid making hasty concessions to secure favorable terms. For instance, a small IT consulting firm negotiating a service-level agreement with a demanding client should remain composed, focusing on the value that they provide, rather than hastily agreeing to unfavorable terms under pressure. you got to leverage technology. You have to leverage data. Utilizing technology and data analytics can provide small businesses with valuable insights and metrics to support their negotiation positions and demonstrate the value they bring to the table. All right. So for instance, a small e-commerce business negotiating better payment processing rates with a financial institution can utilize data on transaction volumes and customer demographics to negotiate lower fees based on their proven customer base. All right. We almost done. We are ready to wrap up almost. You must consider long-term relationships. Small business negotiations should not be viewed as isolated transactions, but as opportunities to cultivate enduring partnerships. Long-term relationships very often lead to more favorable terms and collaborative opportunities. And we talked about that earlier, but I really wanted to expand on it here. That's why I made it separate. If you have, for instance, a small graphic design agency... And you negotiating with a new client, you should consider the potential for ongoing work in the client's network, all right? And the client's network, not in the client's network, all right? You should be seeking to establish a partnership that extends beyond a single project. And a lot of times with our businesses, we get so hung up on my price is my price that it becomes hard to do that sometimes. And last but not least you gotta seek a win-win solution. Small business negotiations should aim for outcomes where both parties have achieved, have achieved their desired objectives. Win-win solutions foster trust, they enhance relationships, and they pave the way for future collaborations, all right? So, for instance, a small-scale organic farm negotiating terms with a local restaurant should strive for an agreement where the restaurant gains access to premium, locally-sourced produce, while the farm secures a stable and consistent market for its goods, benefiting both parties in the long run. All right, that's all I have for y'all today. I hope you were able to get some value out of today's discussion. Once again, y'all go check out uh, Rooted AF at 1313 North Market Street in Wilmington, Delaware. Follow them on all socials. Go ahead and take us out, Ashley.
1: That was incredible. Thank you for all of those tips, especially being a small business owner. I've used a lot of those things to leverage relationships that is taking, allowing us to scale. Um, but now I'm about to head out because I'm hungry and I wanna, <laughs> I'm gonna go to Rooted AF before they close and go get me a vegan cheesesteak.
0: Ashley is being modest right now. She's an absolute, absolute powerhouse here, making some very, very, very big moves here in the state of Delaware. All right, y'all, enjoy the rest of your day. Be safe, be responsible, be decent to each other. We'll be back. You know we release new content on the 1st and 15th of every month. Y'all enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for stopping by.